This is Create the Next from Pro CFO Partners, where every week we explore strategies and ideas for financial management and growth to help today's businesses put their financial picture in context. Welcome back to Create the Next. I'm Chris Billiff, and today I'm delighted to join uh, the managing director of Pro CFO Partners, Rashid Khan. Rashid, welcome to the show. We're so delighted to have you. And uh, one of the things that you and I have been talking about that I'm really interested in your perspective on, I think it's a unique perspective, and I think it comes from some unique professional experiences, is this idea of business transformation. And let me tell you where, what that hits me first is, hold on, transformation, it kind of sounds scary. It kind of sounds like, whoa, I got I to gotta, I gotta change my entire business. Tell me what you mean by transformation, how is it different than iteration or uh, evolution? Or maybe it's not. Maybe it's just another way of thinking about that. And welcome. Looking forward to your thoughts. Well, first of all, thank you, Chris. Uh, delighted to be here. Yeah, I mean, business transformation uh, entails all of the above, what you just said, right? Uh, it, it is a fundamental change to how organizations uh, run their businesses. No business can, you know, withstand the test of time, right? So in order for a business to be successful, they need to adapt and evolve, as you alluded to. So business transformation, in simple terms, requires the development and improvement of people, processes, and technology what I call three pillars of progress. I love that. Right, Just to keep up with the times that we're living in. So I love these three pillars that you're sharing, Rashid. And uh, they're especially, I think, um, poignant. Uh, tell me a little bit about the people angle, because that's really on my mind and on the mind of a lot of business leaders that I talk to. I'm wondering what what you're thinking in this current kind of climate. Tell me about the people pillar uh, of transformation. Yeah, and, and it's, it's interesting you you point that out, Chris, because that's probably the most important to me personally and closest to my heart. Uh, a reason being, you know, early on in my career, I was very fortunate to have mentors who, uh, despite their significant roles and responsibilities, took personal interest in my career and did everything and anything they could to ensure that I'm successful, right? And this is so timely as we, you and I know, we are living in an age of resignation, mm -hmm. right? So to me, uh, you, could, you could offer employees significant comp packages, uh, promises for promotions, but nothing drives it home more than taking a personal interest in their career development. Oh right? my God, I love that. And, and so to me, it, it, it's been proven personally throughout my career. I have always taken a personal interest and felt personally responsible uh, for the betterment and the career advance, advancement of my team that I work with. And it's, it's greatly satisfactory, right? There is no more pleasure to me than receiving a Christmas card or receiving a random text message Hey, she was just thinking about you. Thank you. I mean, it, it is unbelievable. And I cannot stress this enough, how important that pillar is. And as I said, it does not require a lot of, uh, you know, monetary commitment, right? It, it's your time. It's your attention to the people that are giving everything to you. 
day in and day out. And I think as finance leaders, it's our responsibility to take a little part and be sincere with their career advancement. So one of the things I hear you saying is um, creating a culture of mentorship in, in your business, creating a culture of apprenticeship, if you will, which I really think is important because I think um, a lot of companies onboard with an expectation that you will, whatever, read the manual and do the thing and check the box in in six months this and you'll have your review this. You're saying, great, and alongside all of those things and even incentives, uh, establish a shadow sort of um, relationship, establish a mentorship relationship, and not just maybe in an organized way, tell me if you agree, but uh, in a more casual way. This culture of mentorship means look for opportunities where some advice can go a long way, where uh, an easy lunch can be deeply instructive. Uh, those things seem to be really keen on, on, on your direction on how I can sort of embrace this people part of the transformation process. Yes? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's more organic, personal, and natural than, you know, systematic. Absolutely. And I, 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 I'm gonna, I would like to point out two things, two examples from my past experience. And one of them you alluded to, just a random lunch, right? Getting to know your team member, taking the time out of your busy schedule, because this is important. This is your team. Uh, and just having a conversation and just learning about them, what do they like, what do they don't like, you know, what are their motivations, what it is that they're trying to achieve. And secondly, what, what I found was very, very productive and, and, and encouraging to, to team members was uh, me asking them a question right at the first day. Uh, envision your last day at your career, hmm. whatever that may be. What is that? What does that look like? How are you retiring as? Who are you? And then work your way back to the current day. Mm. I mean, that, that just random thought of mine, it just uh, it started this, you know, thought-provoking conversations and made us both responsible for now what we need to achieve, right? Now that they understand, for example, I want to be like, you know, I want to be a CFO when I retire. So I'm envisioning retiring as a CFO of a successful organization. Now that you have you have figured out the hardest part, let's work your way back to the current current day. And and then, you know just a simple uh, question. What it does is it shows your team members that you genuinely care, right? You are not just focused on what they can do for me today. You're sincerely invested in their future and how they want to end their career. Create the Next is brought to you by Pro CFO Partners, who believe every business deserves to work with an expert CFO to guide its success. Pro CFO Partners are expert financial officers networked across industries, verticals, specializations, and situations. Fulfilling the role of a part-time CFO with all-time commitment, Pro CFO Partners utilizes the innovative and exclusive FGC Financial Flywheel as a framework that creates momentum to drive your financial functions for sustainable success. Visit ProCFOPartners.com to explore how we can implement a systematic and scalable financial system to help you achieve your goal. ProCFOPartners.com You know, 
one of the things that I really like about what you're sharing there is um, just like when we do goals and, and planning, you know, we're going to sit down and do our annual goals as a business. We're going to talk about our growth goals or whatever. You start from some destination. We want to do, you know, we want to become a company known for this, or we want to, we want to be better uh, understood in the market for that or whatever you reverse engineer from that goal. Okay. So here's the steps. And I don't think I've ever heard it put in such a way to say, imagine on your last day, imagine you're 25 years old and it's day one in this organization and you're young and fresh and excited and a little nervous and trepidatious. And somebody asks you that question one, it gives you an opportunity to reflect on it. What do you really want to do? And maybe this is a stepping stone for you. Maybe this is a career path for you. What is it? It gives you an opportunity, I think, as that person to investigate, but then it gives you a chance to reverse engineer from that destination. And as you pointed out, if you then have with you an experienced, uh, you know, uh, a little bit wiser mentor alongside to say, that's great. Here are the things I bumped into. Uh, let me help you to not bump into those things. I just think that's such a powerful personal connection. Uh, I, I agree. And, and that's ex that was the realization, Chris, and which was the unintended consequences, if you will, that I, even I didn't realize when I was posing that question that, you know, and, and again, it goes both ways, right? Because of that question, some uh, people may realize, wait a minute, I shouldn't even be here, right? This is not for me, but that's okay. Yes. And that's what we want. If we are really sincere with people, it's it's not a one-way street, right? If we're sincere with people, it has to be a two-way street. It has to be mutually beneficial. And that's okay. So a couple of occasions, it did happen to me. And they came to the realization, asked for the follow-up meeting, asked to understand what I really meant. And guess what? As a result, I did a little bit of what I could to help them go to the right place. So... You know, I think it, it it is a it's a such a basic thought and basic question to ask, but it forces people to think about where they want to go, as you said, right? Think about the destiny. Do you think that the Great Resignation, uh, which you know, as you're listening to this podcast, there's a phenomenon going where folks uh, maybe maybe informed by their home uh, life work at, during the pandemic, but they're just not coming back. And they're saying, look, I'm kind of tired of this particular rat race, or I'm just going to do something. And it, for me, it seems to be a little more uh, almost self-wellness focused. I'm going to do something that is more um, satisfactory to me, whatever that is. I don't think, tell me if you agree, that folks are not coming back because, as you pointed out, the comp package isn't great or the, the pay isn't great. Obviously, there's people who are making decisions with, with that. But it's really, as I said, sort of based on this, this isn't nourishing me personally or professionally in the way that I should be, I don't know, expecting it to. Uh, do you think that that's true? And it, it seems to me that this idea of mentorship would really change the game for that. It would really put sort of personal stakes involved for everybody to say, you are important to us. Your professional development is important to us. And that would be something that uh, I think uh, we can investigate and explore together professionally that would really make me more energized about the place that I'm working and the work that I'm doing. Do you agree? Where do you, where do you see? No doubt. no, no doubt about it, Chris. Uh, a matter of fact, in my humble opinion, I think that is the biggest factor. Right, because what we are talking about here is a specific event, right? 
a specific event that triggered all these concerns and thoughts and, and reservations, right? Namely pandemic, right? That was the specific event. We're talking about an, a, specific, a specific event that has such an impact. And I, I do believe, as you said, the driving force of that is inner happiness and satisfaction. Yeah. The, the, I have no doubt in my mind. And that's why, you know, what I started years ago, almost two decades ago, uh, working on transformation and working with people closely, that's kind of res- this event resurrected that in my heart and in my mind. And, 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 and I'm keep reminding myself that we need to go back to that again. Right. I need to start talking about that again with my colleagues, with my peers, with my clients and with our CEOs. I think I think it's extremely important. We are looking for satisfaction. Right. We're looking for something that's more meaningful. Right. Because this event has made us all realize how fragile mm. life is. Interesting. Right? So we're looking for more meaning. There's, there's no doubt about it. I, I totally agree. You know, um... One of the things that I think is maybe important to think about as a business leader, as you pointed out, as a finance leader, uh, your people are your competitive differentiator. And so there can be this idea that this is a soft skill, which it is, this ability to interoperate, you know, personally. But uh, talent acquisition is a big deal, especially right now. Uh, retention is a big deal, especially right now. And if you could make this small change in your organization, I say small, like it's not going to be, you know, that's going to be, require some processes and expert like Rashid can can kind of help us navigate that. But if you can start to institute these things in your organization, you become a place where people stay longer, where people are more attracted to work there. Because one of the things you can say is, yes, we've got the competitive comp package and incentives and pay, et cetera. But let me tell you about our mentorship, whatever. I think that that becomes... If I, if I kind of take this idea and, and bring it to the nuts and bolts of business, the practicality of it, I think this becomes almost a strategic imperative, less say nice to have and much more these days a need to have. Do you agree? Absolutely. I, I think it is going to be a uh, the biggest differentiator. Uh, you know, most most organizations are competitive, Right in terms of the benefit package, the comp package and, and, and so forth. I think this is the differentiator where, as I said, the times that we are living in is who's taken personal interest in my career, right? Where do I feel that I belong, right? That I have a purpose. That's another important element, right? We're looking for a purpose after what we went through uh, as a community as a human community, if you will, right? We're looking for a, a bigger purpose, right? That gives us uh, more satisfaction and inner peace. So I, I, I definitely think that if organizations want to differentiate themselves and give, give themselves an edge over their competitors to attract and retain talent, I think personal interest is going to be the key. And it has to be sincere. It has to be. These are powerful thoughts, Rashid, and I'm so uh, grateful for you to bring them up today. Um, thank you for joining us and sharing your expertise and generosity with this. I'm really interested in your other two pillars. And so let's jump back in uh, for future episodes and talk about processes, talk about technology. I can't imagine uh, how thoughtful your perspectives are on those after this idea of, of 
people and mentorship. Very powerful stuff. Thanks so much for sharing. Yeah, no, it's, it's been my pleasure. And I do want to point out to, 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 to your uh, uh, future uh, topics is in order for a transformation to be successful, these three pillars need to work in unison, right? You can have the most effective processes in the world, top of the line ERP system without the right talent it's not going to work and vice versa. So I am uh, definitely looking forward to that. Me and too. I appreciate the time. Thanks, Rashid. Have a good day. Thank you. Take care. Thanks for listening. And a special thanks to our subscribers. Consider becoming one today. Visit ProCFOPartners.com and learn how we can help you build a framework for financial management and growth.